I think Mike Kimber, Micro Mike, Chat Sports YouTube, also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. Get his thoughts on the Lions offseason because they're going to get through the combine this weekend, break it down, and there's already conversations. Reeves Maven, they got back at a good price, great special teams player, pro bowler. Now what will Holmes do? He said he's not going to spend money. They're big on developing, drafting, developing, re-signing, but they're also a team that was, you know, quarter away, maybe at least a half away from winning the NFC. Can you stand pat and step back with the Lions fan base that now wants the next move, which would be to win the NFC and get to a Super Bowl uh, Mike Kimber joins us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? I am doing great and getting ready for the NFL Combine here coming up shortly. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. I checked the schedule today to make sure, you know, the times and everything with the NFL Network and what I want to see uh, this weekend. And I, I really love uh, the way Holmes and Campbell, and we played some of Campbell's sound bites last hour, just how comfortable they sound right now in speaking about the Lions. And that's why, as I said, coming into you, Michael, that, you know, I, I get they don't want to go spend big. They want to draft, develop, re-sign, and re-signing should include, even though they didn't draft, uh, Goff, Sewell, St. Brown. But when you're a player or two away, possibly, from being the best team in the NFL, the big question is, can they afford not to be active on the top side or big money side of free agency? Yeah, that's going to be the big question coming up here starting soon. The Lions got $57 million in cap space, and they have the ability to sign players that are free agents from other football teams. And the question will be is what players get franchised, who can they look at, to upgrade a position, say edge and or cornerback. But with, like they're saying, the Detroit Lions are going to spend this money re-signing their own guys. But I do expect them to get a player or two that potentially could be starter on defense. Again, corner or edge. I know they say we're not just a player away. You don't win in March. You win in December. And that's 100% true. But also talent kind of disrupts that. And if you have a talented player in free agency that can help this team immediately, you go do that. And there's players out there that can be done. I think the Lions will do that. Yeah, and, and Holmes and Campbell aren't going to sit there and give their off-season strategy to Q&As with the media or a one-on-one story to a Detroit paper or blogger. That's not going to happen. They're not going to show exactly what they're going to do. It's kind of like trading staff or nobody ever saw that coming. Nobody. Nobody. That's what a competent general manager in a competent front office does is they don't give out ideas of what they're going to do. And Brad Holmes is very strategic in this. It's very difficult to see the direction that he's going to go. He may trade up. He may trade down. He may take a running back. You don't know what he's going to do. And that's what a good general manager does. Generally speaking, if you know what the team is going to draft, that's not good because other teams are going to know that as well. So you got to be very strategic. Yeah, you got to kind of put out white lies, whatever you can to deflect to get the player that you covet. Yeah, because looking at some of the uh, mock drafts I've seen, uh, the Lions' corner or D line, seeing the latest two from CBS, Byron Murphy, who's a great defensive lineman out of Texas, and Cooper DeJean uh, from Iowa, solid corner. So. It seems to be that every single uh, mock draft has a corner 
or a defensive lineman in round one for the Lions? And it makes perfect sense because we need help at the cornerback position and we need help on the interior of the defensive line. And there's a, there's a lot of quality cornerbacks that's probably going to be available at pick 29. Mel Kuyper just came out with the draft today for TJ Tampa at 29. I, I think that's a player you could probably trade back from, but Kool-Aid McKinstry, young cornerback who is six, 195 pounds from Alabama. You know that they love Alabama. They, they draft players from their physical corner. That is a legit, target for the Detroit Lions. The question will be, will there be a run at corner? If there is a run, you may have to trade up and get it. But I, I think he's a legit target. I think you're going to look at a lot of these corners. TJ Tampa as well. Quinion Mitchell would be a great pick for the Lions. But we just got to find out, will, will they actually be there at pick 29? And if, if the top corners are gone, just like you said, you go ahead and go the interior of the defensive line. You can go edge with Darius Robinson. There's going to be players there. Byron Murphy, who I absolutely love, would be a, a great selection for Detroit. And if you look at Brad Holmes, they're BPA. But you can get a situation where BPA matches position of need. If that occurs, that's killing two birds with one stone. And Byron Murphy and Kool-Aid and all these guys could be available for the Lions to select at 29. Yeah, depending on the draft, you look at that run on corners really starts around 20, which the Lions do have that extra pick if there is somebody they covet, like Kool-Aid McKinstry and one goes 20 uh, to the Steelers, goes 29 to the Lions and the other one. Uh, Quenyon Mitchell, who had an outstanding senior bowl week out of Toledo, a guy that could have played for uh, bigger schools, chose to go to Toledo. Uh, He's right there with McKinstry on who will be one and two and when will that uh, run begin. And then your homes and your evaluating top-level free agents, mid-level, guys who can fill roster spots. Uh, Who would be some targets that, you know, free agency were – uh, two weeks away, basically, on that when teams can start uh, signing, announcing the legal tampering, they call it, uh, period. Who, who are some possible names, you think, that could end up in a Lions uniform? Well, first off, we're probably going to sign a lot of our guys back, like a Graham Glasgow, and I think that's going to be a priority there for a free agency. But there is some corners that they can look at there. Fuller would be a good option as well. Jalen Johnson from the Chicago Bears. He is a, a really good cornerback who gets turnovers, and they gave him an option to seek a trade last year. So if he hits the free agent market, that could be a legit option for the Lions. He can come in here and be a number one right away, and he is exactly what – Aaron Glenn likes a a guy that's competing for the football at the corner position. He'd fit well. So those would be the targets from the cornerback position. I'd love for the Detroit Lions to get. Obviously for edge, you could look at AJ Epinesa. He's a free agent. It wouldn't cost a lot. And I liked him coming out of the draft. You can get bigger there at Josh Allen and or a Daniil Hunter. There's Jadavion Clowney's a free agent. So there's a lot of free agents at the corner in the edge position that the Lions could target. It may not happen the first day, but I would expect within 24 hours of the tampering period that they got a deal done with a corner and or a edge in free agency that would be an upgrade and not just a role player. What do you think will be the biggest surprise of this offseason from this point moving forward? Mike Kimber, uh, he is Micro Mike Chat Sports YouTube. Also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. From this point moving forward, really, which would be probably through the draft, what do you think will be the biggest move by Holmes? 
You know, honestly, I think they re-signed Jared Goff. I think that ends the talk about will he come back? Is he going to play on a one-year deal? I think they would like to get the deal done. That would be a big thing for the Lions that can open up cap space as well. Maybe do a five-year deal or a four added on with the one that he's got left. I think that would be the biggest move, and it ends the conversation at the quarterback position because there's a lot of talk about should we trade Hendon Hooker? Should the Lions look at a quarterback? I think that would pretty much end it right then and there. So to me, that would be a big move, and it sends a signal that we got our quarterback, we support our guy going forward in this up-and-coming season. Yeah, and then you got St. Brown, you got Sewell. Sewell could be a deal that uh, gets done next year. I'm telling you, from the confidence and calmness in the voice of Campbell, same thing uh, with Brad Holmes, the Lions GM, and we'll have some of his comments coming up here at the bottom of the hour from yesterday's Q&A with the media. They're there. They're they're in that elite category in the NFL. And I have never trusted ownership, front office, and coaches like I do this current group in Detroit ever in my life as a Lions fan. They should be confident. Last year when they took the draft of getting Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell – they were destroyed by the media, and everybody said it was a horrible draft. It ends up being the best draft in all of the NFL. And when your ability to find players and talent in any spot of a draft, first round through seventh round or undrafted, you should have that confidence. And I think they're going to go in this draft and do what they continue to do. Best player available, regardless of what Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper or anyone else thinks. They're going to build this team the right way in getting players that fit Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes type of player, physical guy who loves football, who's going to give 110% effort, and is going to help this team win immediately. So what they have done so far three years with this regime, they should be 100% confident. Brad Holmes is executive of the year, and he has shown he knows how to evaluate talent, find talent, keep that up, and this team is going to be good for many, many years. Yeah, and Dan Campbell should have been uh, NFL Coach of the Year. One final thought before I let you go, Michael. In one of the comments I played from Campbell in hour one, uh, he talked about that they're expecting J-Mo to go next level, which would become you know, an all-pro type level receiver. Your thoughts on what this fall could be like for J-Mo in that Ben Johnson offense? He is my breakout player of this up-and-coming season is Jamison Williams. If you look at his growth through each game this last season, it was a, it was a big growth every single game. His route running is now becoming very crisp. He's physical with the football. He attacks the football. You already know he's good at blocking, and now he can hit the middle of the field as well as deep threat. I think exactly he's going to have a breakout campaign. He'll be the number two. And Jared Goff and him are starting to get on the same page. It takes a little bit of time sometimes for a wide receiver and a quarterback to, to be connected, but you've seen it. It is now happening, and you're going to see a Jamison Williams, if he stays healthy throughout the season, he's going to have a breakout campaign. I could see him get over 1,000 yards, and Amon Ross St. Brown still doing really well. Jamison Williams, and, and when it comes to our offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, is going to be used all over this offense. We've seen it. He can go in the running back position. He can play in the slot. He can play in the outside. Ben Johnson's going to have fun with this young man. Mike Kimber, we have fun with him. Uh, Chad Sports, Micro Mike on YouTube. Also, uh, he is part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. Look for them, uh, Facebook, Twitter, social networks, and also on YouTube. Mike, good stuff. We'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you. One pride.